The only thing I can say is God has chosen to do this to get us ready, you know, to really be faithful to Him as a university as we, as we move forward. And we need to be really accountable and responsible for that. What are some of the most popular programs? And I'm asking this question sp uh, for a reason because I heard the answer to this a couple weeks ago in a meeting that we had with our congregations for Concordia. And I was surprised by some of the, the, the most popular programs at Concordia. Yeah, most people always associate Concordia with uh, teacher education, and that's mm -hmm. because of uh, how we began. We began back in 1894 to provide teachers for Lutheran schools. I mean, that was our purpose. We were back in that normal school era, you know, where you trained people for a couple of years, got them out there really quick because mm. you needed them. And we were Concordia Teachers College for many years. And some people think we still are and don't really realize uh, that we are truly a university. Uh, and uh, y when you look at education, you know, certainly if you bring together early childhood education, middle school, high school, education, secondary education, bring them all together. It's still one of our strongest uh, programs on campus. However, uh, if you separate those out, um, you're going to see biology being up at the top, mm -hmm. which is really interesting for a Christian university to have such mm -hmm. a strong commitment to training scientists, to training mm -hmm. biologists, but also to training people to go into pre-med. We have a very good record of uh, those that uh, leave us with pre-med and get into uh, medical school. Mm -hmm. uh, our student senate president right now is already accepted to med school mm, at fantastic. this point in the year. Yeah. Wow. And uh, so uh, that's a, another area. But uh, I've had students in class that are going into research, you know, and I keep in touch with them, and they're working in, in uh, research firms in the area of uh, various uh, therapies for cancer or in medications, things of mm. that nature. So bio is very strong. Another program that's very strong on campus is business. Mm. And uh, one of the really important aspects of our business program, and uh, my business students always tell me about this because I have them in, you know, I teach a lot of gen ed classes to free up you know, some of the other guys in the theology department. And one of the things that they tell me is that in their business classes, one of the key things is to talk about business ethics. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. How do you do a good job of being an ethical business uh, woman or businessman? And, and also, how do you think it, uh, in, in business terms of service, too? Mm -hmm. Uh, so those are really strong. Um, we have the strongest music program of the Concordias right now. Mm -hmm. We're beginning to see organ students uh, in bigger numbers. For a while, mm. that number was That's down. Good. That's good news. It is, yeah. We just got a new <laughs> organ, so we're yeah. going to need some organists. You know. Yeah, right. And, uh, so, uh, uh, but we have, you know, uh, uh, another area is uh, health and human performance. Mm. You know, people don't normally think of us in, in those kinds of areas. I mean, we have 52 majors. Mm. Well, and wow. you have an amazing new science building. 
and you also have an amazing new uh, athletic complex. The, the science building is phenomenal. It's for science, math, and business, mm -hmm. houses all of that. The science building is state-of-the-art, mm. uh, a $26 million structure. And uh, we, one of the things we do, a lot of people aren't aware of this, and some of our med school people are very impressed that our students in undergrad level have the opportunity uh, to work in gross anatomy mm -hmm. and uh, to work with cadavers. Mm. Uh, we have cadaver lab in the science uh, building. And, uh, and that, that's a, a great help to have, uh, so to speak, a head start or a jump mm. on those kinds of, mm -hmm. uh, kinds of things. Uh, within, the, uh, within the science building now, we also have a new program uh, in agricultural science. Okay. There you go. Now, why in the world, we at Concordia University in a town of 7,000 in a rural area never thought of ourselves having an ag program? <laughs> what were we missing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just about every other person I meet is an agronomist. He's an agronomist. <laughs> that's Carney, right. So we kind of joke about that. Yeah. They're all raising crops. Yeah, that's what they're yeah. doing. So, yeah. And so, uh, you know, to do this, it's a couple years old. One of the uh, professors at Con uh, over at UNL in their ag school, a leader, uh, Dennis Brink, Dr. Brink, uh, came out of retirement to start our ag science program. Mm. And it's doing very, very well. Mm. Uh, and we really want to get that word out uh, uh, to students. Uh, I'm seeing students, I used to serve in rural ministry areas, and I'm seeing students coming from those areas now wow. uh, for that. We're making connections with high school FFAs. Uh, we're making connections with the uh, neighboring cooperatives. We have farm labs. Uh, I was at a farm lab uh, in the during harvest, and of course it was demonstrating all the technology that can be used. Oh mm -hmm. my, uh, compared to when I was a rural pastor th driving my truckload of wheat to the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, to the elevator. Game. It's, it's a different game, game now. now. Yeah. Oh That's my right. goodness, <laughs> something. But we're one of the few Christian. Uh, universities that has an egg science program. So we're really mm. excited about mm. that. Well, uh, there's there's good ethics questions there too. Yes, obviously, you know, very things much scale so. up and there's competition and all of these questions about what kind of food are we giving to people. Those are very good things to have a Christian worldview to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. So having been a pastor for many years and, and also a pastor here at Holy Cross, what would you say to maybe a junior or a senior at Holy Cross who's really wrestling with, what do I do after graduation, and how might Concordia play into that? Mm -hmm. Well, I would encourage them to come and visit us. Um, when I was here at Holy Cross, uh, I was a loyal uh, loper and mm -hmm. uh, interacted with UNK a lot. No faculty there. Uh, we have people here at Holy Cross who are very interrelated with, mm -hmm. uh, and our our state schools, our community colleges in Nebraska are excellent. They're really good, mm -hmm. but they they're limited in offering some of the things we offer. The promises I talked about before. Mm -hmm. Not, uh, I mean, it's a difference between a, a Christian university and a, a a state school. So I would really encourage them to come and and uh, include us among the visits that they do. Mm -hmm. One of the things we've learned is that when students get onto campus with their families and visit, that's really pivotal for a lot of them. 
because they get to visit with the faculty. They get to visit with other students. They get to experience chapel. Uh, they, they, you know, they get to see the residence halls. I mean, they uh, get to do these kinds of things. During the pandemic here, initially we were doing virtual visits, and they worked okay. Mm. But we wanted to get back to in-person as soon as we could, and we did. And our visits right now, this just floors me. Uh, I can only credit God with this, are up 39% mm. during a pandemic. Oh, interesting, yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, Go figure, wow. <laughs> so I, I would say come and take take a look. I, um, and, hey, if you're coming from Holy Cross, you know, uh, come to my office and see me. I want to visit with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want to catch up on your lives because some of you were, you know, I'm, I have students now that I baptized as infants. Um, mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty neat. Yeah. 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 That's cool. So <laughs> it's always funny. Some of them will come up to me and they'll go, hey, uh, Pastor Summerfeld, do you remember me? And I go, I'm sorry. I'm getting old. I don't remember everybody. And they go, well, you baptized me when I was a baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, such so, a neat connection to yeah, have. It is. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But I really encourage you to come and take a look at, at, the, at the programs. Look us up on, on and see the opportunities that we have. Mm-hmm. We've tried to list on our web all of the different majors and uh, what those careers might mean for you in mm-hmm. coming out of those. And then come and see us. There's always the parent question, because I know my wife and I are trying to figure out saving up for college. We realized, oh my goodness, it's not going to be long. We have an 11-year-old, <laughs> soon to be 12, yeah. and yep, college is coming. Yes, it is. So I know that's a question that I think a lot of parents are thinking about is, you know, hey, I love the idea of a Christ-centered you know, college education. Love that idea, but how in the world am I going to pay for it? Uh, do you have anything to say about that, about um, tuition, about um, scholarships, things like that? Yeah, I certainly do. You know, back when my children were getting ready to head off to school for college, I assumed, and I was wrong, that Concordia University was out of the question. It mm-hmm. would be too expensive. And since that time, I've come to learn some really interesting things about the university. Base to tuition, just tuition without, you know, room and board, uh, the meal plan, things of that nature, is about 31000 So that sounds like an awful lot of money. And then you start adding on room and board and meal plans mm-hmm. and uh, fees, you know, for technology, and you get to forty-five in the snap of a finger. So people look at that and go, oh, my. Mm-hmm. The average student gets... Uh, 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 around $24,900 a student financial aid mm. that wow. cuts that cost down. Mm-hmm. And then there's also another 5000 uh, that comes in uh, for them. And if the student is uh, 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 going to go uh, wh- another part of their aid, uh, not separate from the 24 I'm talking mm-hmm. about, but if they're going to go into church work, they automatically have a $20,000 uh, Lutheran heritage guarantee. Mm-hmm. And if their congregation's a member of congregation, uh, congregations for Concordia University, Nebraska, affectionately known as Cocoon, um, that's <coughs> another uh, $1,100 a year mm-hmm. uh, that comes from there. So when you add it all up and you compare it with, 
you know, our really good state schools, good community colleges, you look at that, you're going to be spending oh, uh, between 1500 and $3,000 more to come to us than to go to one of those schools, which makes it more reasonable, you mm -hmm. know, to really think about Concordia as an option. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some scholarships that are full rides, you know, uh, presidential yeah. scholarships for academic performance, uh, scholarships for music performance, there's scholarships for athletic performance. Uh, athletics is very strong on campus. We have 700 student athletes on campus. Mm -hmm. wow. uh, we are r uh, ranked in several of our sports in the uh, uh, NAIA. Uh, the GPAC conference we're in is highly competitive. Our basketball teams, well, about two minutes ago, our women went into their final season game, and they'll go on to the GPAC conference tournament, mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be surprised if they head into the national tournament. Our indoor track team's in national comp today, mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have several qualifiers. Our speech team uh, has several national qualifiers right oh, now. Oh, wow. That's cool. And that, that program is just a rising star. Here's one that Nebraskans like a lot. Uh, we have a, 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 a skeet team, a shooting team. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and uh, this come true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sign me up for that. This has become really popular in high schools. And yeah. So we have a lot of students coming. And we've had some national competitors uh, on that level, too. The cool thing about our, uh, our athletics, again, uh, and don't get me started because you have to shut me up, but... <laughs> yeah. Is let's take our uh, women's basketball team, for example. They've been really successful. They won a national tournament in 2019. And their coach, uh, is he just won his 400th game here recently. Hmm. His thinking is this. God, family, academics, basketball. And he lives his team that way. Hmm. That's how they function. Mm -hmm. And, uh, That's refreshing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like when they're getting ready to play a game, uh, various, various of us on campus go in, and this is true for the other teams too, and do a devotional time before we mm -hmm. go into competition. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's just uh, uh, there's other scholarshiping available too mm -hmm. uh, in addition. So if that's helpful, I hope. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think I hear you saying that compared to state schools, you're really not paying a lot more. No. And you're getting, and obviously, like you said, you know, we're, uh, we, we love our UNK I campus do. here, and we have a ministry devoted to it. And, mm -hmm. but, um, but there is something really special about Christian, Christ-centered education, being even in that small environment where you know your professor by name, they know you by name. Um, I mean, you don't have to pay a lot more to get that. That's, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I mean, no one, I don't think anyone gets through higher education unscathed. <laughs> like there is a cost. Yeah, there, there is, is a cost. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. Yep. Yeah. So as we think about the future of Concordia, you know, you shared some things in our meeting, our cocoon meeting, um, that you're really excited about for the future. Um, so can you share some of those things that you're just excited about for the future of Concordia? Well, one of the things I'm really excited about is the coming of our new president. Mm. Uh, the university uh, went through a really wonderful search process during 2020, beginning back in 2019 when President Friedrich announced his acceptance of the call. And uh, 
we have been very blessed to call a, a highly skilled and well-known uh, Lutheran Christian educator in the person of Bernard Bull, which humors me that we're going to have President Bull for the Concordia Bulldogs, but, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty easily entertained. But at any rate, uh, Dr. Bull is uh, uh, an innovator in higher education. Uh, he is also very dedicated to Lutheran Christian education. Mm -hmm. His wife, uh, Joanna, also has a doctorate in the area of uh, education, and specifically in Lutheran elementary education. Uh, and he brings to us uh, just a, a marvelous set of uh, skills and experiences. At the current time, Dr. Bull is serving Goddard College in Plainview, uh, Vermont. Now that's not a Lutheran school. That's a highly innovative college in a part of the world that you know, most of us don't interact very much mm -hmm. with in, in the Midwest. He went there specifically uh, to be of assistance to them as they were reworking their accreditation and uh, their fiscal world there. And he and they together have done a really good job. He also wanted to learn about some of their student-directed learning and things of that nature, and it, which has been very beneficial. Uh, he's the first president we're going to have that won't be an ordained pastor. He's a commissioned yeah. teacher. Mm -hmm. And so he really relates well to the education aspect of our life at Concordia. Uh, but he asked me a question the other day that I just loved. He said, you know, do you have anybody on theology faculty that cross-disciplines? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. someone who's a theologian but also is a sociologist or a biologist uh, or a chemist, you know. mm -hmm. I love thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's that, a great thought, yeah. That would be a wonderful uh, ooh, uh, interdisciplinary thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's one thing I'm really excited about. Um, the other thing I'm very excited about is uh, the renovation and adding on to of our music building. Um, you brothers will remember the music building, the beautiful recital hall. Mm -hmm. But also you may remember the steps in there going from floor to floor. It's, it's a beautiful design. It's attractive to look at, but it's about as impractical as it gets. <laughs> yeah, we right. were trying to figure out how to put an elevator in there, and it just didn't work. So we finally decided that we would go ahead and tear that part of the building down. And we're about to put in a, a whole new building there with rehearsal spaces for our uh, elite uh, a cappella choir, but also our other choirs for students that love music but are not music majors. Mm -hmm. uh, rehearsal area for our instrumental mus musicians, uh, rehearsal rooms for uh, practice rooms, new office areas, and black box theater down on the lower level. We oh, have yeah. one now, but mm -hmm. it's not it's very pretty impractical at the moment. So we're pretty excited about that. It should raise our number of music majors uh, over 100. Wow. Uh, probably around 120 if, you know, we attract the, the students. So we're very excited about that. We're hoping to be able to break ground for it yet in 21 uh, with uh, the hope of even opening it in 2022. Mm. So we are excited about that. Uh, we're also thinking about how we can, as a university, be of more service to the church. Mm. 
and w what we can offer to the church and to its schools. So we're, uh, and Dr. Bull is the one who's bringing uh, us that energy along with a number of our faculty and staff who have that energy too. So we're working with it. So those are things that I'm excited about. Um, I will, of course, go back to where I belong. Uh, I'm going to go back to teaching, but in a reduced uh, load. I won't be full-time in it. Okay. Yeah, I'm crowding 70, so it's probably time. <laughs> so you'll still be at Concordia, but you'll be, you'll be teaching. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What are some of the classes that you teach? Normally I teach uh, Old Testament introductory course mm -hmm. uh, with the history and literature of Old Testament. That's by, by far my favorite class to mm -hmm. teach. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. developed a whole string of uh, bad Old Testament jokes. Um, there you go. You got, got to have those. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got to keep people awake at eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And uh, then I also teach uh, a class, as I mentioned earlier, called Faith and Life, uh, which really takes what we teach in the the uh, biblical courses and relates them to current life. And then uh, I also teach a, a course uh, for teachers, as I mentioned before. And for a while, we're not doing it right now. I taught a course for teachers out in the field who are not Lutheran but are really interested in what we Lutherans teach, believe, and practice because they're teaching in Lutheran schools. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. And nice. this is an online class. Uh, I will be very honest with you. At my age, learning how to build and teach an online course was teaching an old dog new tricks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I learned. <laughs> There is a big curve there, right, with yeah. COVID, <laughs> just trying to figure out all things technology. And, you know, wow, I'm, I'm thankful for the people on our staff who are more gifted in that area yeah, than me myself. Too. Me too. <laughs> so, well, good. Well, thank you for, for coming in, for making the time to spend sure. with us. I mean, I mean, for one, it's just great to have you back here at Holy Cross and to get to know you a little bit better and and then also just to hear about some of the great things going on at Concordia, uh, the future that, that that's planned for such a great institution and um, really gives me kind of a strong feeling of nostalgia a little bit because mm -hmm. there's so many good memories at Concordia and really, as I said before, I, I mean, I, I actually went to Concordia kind of on a whim. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mm. folks do. Mm. And I just went because I was, I thought, well, seems good. We'll go there. Mm -hmm. And it, it turned out to be incredibly impactful in my life. So, yeah. I was talking to a student the other night that that's what happened to him. Um, a particular sport brought him to us. Mm -hmm. And uh, his life has just been changed by his time with the other students, his time with faculty, his time in the the community. I'd really be remiss if I didn't uh, say a, a very sincere, sincere word of thanks. First for you men inviting me here today, but also to Holy Cross, uh, to individuals in this congregation, uh, people in this community uh, who support Concordia University in a number of ways. Mm -hmm. uh, there are people who pray for us and let us know that they do that. Uh, there are people who give us gifts, mm -hmm. uh, financial gifts, on a very faithful and regular basis. I've been really moved during this pandemic by what God has been doing. Um, uh, 
you know, I, my predecessor before I came just to serve in a temporary way, I, I'm not a higher education administrator. I'm mm. a placeholder, you know. But he was, a, President Friedrich was a skilled fundraiser. Mm. Uh, just remarkable abilities. Well, when pandemic came, you know, I'd started out doing some things limited, you know, not at his level. Uh, and in fact, I was in uh, California with our choir when the pandemic really hit. We had to shut mm. her down. Mm, that's right. And uh, but we haven't been out there doing, you know, a lot of um, meeting with people because we can't. And yet, during this time, God has blessed us in ways that just amaze me. Mm. Um, we set into place a campaign for the science building, mm -hmm. for scholarshiping, for our overall, uh, you know, really keeping our university strong. We, we set into place a campaign called Answering the Call with a $65 million goal. Just a few weeks ago, we released information that we are now at $86 million. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. It, it, it's just, um, mm -hmm. uh, I. Uh, only thing I can say is God has chosen to do this to get us ready, you know, to really uh, be faithful to Him. Yeah. As a university, as we as we move forward, mm -hmm. and we need to be really accountable and responsible for that. So I just really want to say thank you, thank you, and thank you to folks for all of the ways, mm -hmm. uh, numerous ways they've uh, supported us. It's it's just overwhelming, frankly. Great. Yeah. Good stuff. Tell you what, can, um, I think we're at time here now. Is it okay if I say a prayer oh, for Concordia? Is there anything in particular that we can lift up to God in prayer as we close? Yeah, one thing I would uh, first of all identify is uh, for the Lord to continue to bless us through the pandemic, it's not over. And for us to be able to continue offering our in-person classes. Uh, also to uh, pray for our students uh, who have experienced losses. Mm. We had a couple of really very wonderful alum just recently graduated uh, within a couple of years who tragically died. Mm. One from an accident and the other from an illness. Mm -hmm. And this really hit our community. Yeah. Uh, so to pray for the community, we're recovering, but pray for our community. And then, as I was mentioning a moment ago, ask the Lord to keep us faithful to who we are and who we represent. Okay, yeah, let, let's pray. Uh, Lord, we thank you for uh, the movement of your spirit in your church uh, throughout the ages, um, but in particular, in our area, in our times, and especially through the work of uh, the Concordia uh, school system, Concordia University in Nebraska, Lord, we ask that you'd continue to uh, shine your, your blessings, your face upon them as they look to you. Uh, we ask that you would steer them through this uh, pandemic, that there would continue to be low numbers of infections, that that would not be a disruptive force uh, as they seek to form people uh, to serve the world and the church. Uh, we also pray, Lord, that you would be with all people who have uh, really struggled with, um, with this pandemic or they've come across tragedy. Lord, we, we grieve for our brothers and sisters when they grieve. And so we ask that you would uh, care for them with your love and with your mercy. 
And we also pray, Lord, that um, you just continue to give courage um, to the leadership at Concordia as they continue to press into your truth, uh, seeking your glory and not their glory, and seeking your name to be elevated, uh, that they would be able and willing to give a good witness of who you are and to form many people uh, who love your name. And so all these things we lift up uh, before you and we pray for your blessings. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. 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 All right, well, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. It's wonderful to be back here.